Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted and privileged to welcome a very, very tall leader from the world of technology in India, a friend and a neighbor, Mr. Bhaskar Pramanik. Bhaskar, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ashutosh. It's been going to be a pleasure Thank you. talking to you today. Thank you. Bhaskar is the former chairman of Microsoft India. He's a former board member of the State Bank of India. He's on the boards of several organizations and he's been recognized, awarded and felicitated several times. Bhaskar, we're going to talk about your amazing journey. So let, let me ask you first to tell me a little bit about what uh, your career graph has been like and what got you into technology. Oh, that's an interesting question. So, um, yeah, I've always been passionate about technology. Mm-hmm. And uh, I graduated from the Indian Institute of Technology, Kanpur. Mm-hmm. In those days, uh, you could at best get an electrical engineering degree. Right. But I spent most of my time in the computer center. Mm-hmm. But you'd be surprised that once I graduated, the first job I got was as a management trainee in DCM. Okay. And that too in the textile division. So I actually started my career the first three years, mm-hmm. uh, actually selling uh, cloth, selling textiles, selling right. saris. Mm-hmm. Uh, DCM had a data products division, but mm-hmm. I remember I asked for a transfer to the data products division, mm-hmm. but they said, no, you're a management trainee and therefore you go wherever we, uh, we, we let you, you know, wherever we believe yeah, you yeah. would be the most successful mm-hmm. uh, or where the company needs you. That's where you should go. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that time, the head of HR was uh, Dharamveer, who mm-hmm. used to be a former governor of, yeah. I think, West Bengal. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was his advice to me. He says that, you know, you have to go through all these different functions. And, and uh, you know, at that time, data products wasn't such a big business. Mm-hmm. So that's when I left them. And then I spent uh, close to about 10 years with the Tatas. Okay. I actually worked for Ratan Tata for uh, close to 10 years. Wow. And I became the um, divisional manager, then the general manager of the business systems division. Mm-hmm. That's when my career in technology really blossomed. Wow. And then from there, I worked for a number of multinational companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, um, you know, uh, Hewlett Packard. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the days when it was both a test and measuring instrument company and a computer company. Correct. I worked for Digital Equipment Corporation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked for Sun Microsystems. I worked very briefly for Oracle when Oracle bought Sun Microsystems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I worked for, um, uh, last. my last stint was as chairman of Microsoft in India. Amazing. And I worked both in India as well as in Singapore mm-hmm. in an Asia Pacific role, mm-hmm. and also in the US as a corporate VP in Sun mm-hmm. for a, a, com- a complete range of non uh, Sun Solaris products. Incredible. So that's been my uh, career in short. Fascinating. Uh, Absolutely yeah. fascinating. And you know, uh, not only are you my neighbor, but I now suddenly realize that you and I started our lives that in the same organization. You started in DCM, I started in Usha Sales. Ah, okay. Eight okay. weeks before I went to do my MBA. But this is all about you today. And so today let's talk about the metaverse. Uh, sure. And I know that you're very passionate about the metaverse. For my young viewers and listeners, let me start by asking you, what is the metaverse and how is it impacting our lives? Sure. You know, I just written a piece around the metaverse because... Mm. Uh, there's so much um, talked about the metaverse and, and, you know, that's actually thanks to Zuckerberg mm-hmm. who, who took Facebook and then converted right. into meta. Yeah. 
But if you look at the underpinnings of the metaverse, it's mm. already always existed. And so let me try and define it my way. Right. So metaverse is actually composed of mm. two words, mm. the word meta and verse. Mm. Meta, if you look up the English dictionary, mm. is all is the, the meaning is about higher beyond. Mm. So when you say metaphysics, mm. it means beyond physics. Or when you say metadata, it's beyond the data. Mm. So it's the same thing. And verse is basically a short form for universe. universe. And therefore, the metaverse is beyond or a higher place than your current universe or reality. Brilliant. Okay. So if you think about it from that perspective, then I think, you know, it sort of all falls into place. Mm. The other thing, uh, you know, I think it's important to realize is that the metaverse is a vision. Mm. We're on a journey because uh, current definitions of metaverse, if you go to, you know, uh, Gartner or anybody else, mm. it's very limited. Mm. And therefore, you know, what you can do with the metaverse is still to evolve. Correct. In fact, you can find better definitions of or better examples of the metaverse if you actually read science fiction. I don't know if you read science fiction, but I'm a great reader of science fiction. Mm. And you will find that there are references to situations uh, which are very similar to what we believe is the metaverse. Mm. But the current uh, versions of metaverse unlimited and it doesn't go to the way the science fiction authors talk about. Mm. So what is the current version of the uh, uh, metaverse? So I'll start with the internet because if you look at the, uh, the internet, mm. the internet is the, what I would call the 2d version mm. of the metaverse because the mm. definition of a metaverse is really a virtual shared space mm. um, that is always on. Uh, it can be experienced live and in real time. Mm. It can host any size of audience mm. and it has a fully functioning economy, which allows digital assets to be carried across platforms. Correct. If you look at the state of the internet today, mm. a lot of this you can do, but in a 2D world. Mm. So uh, you can share experiences across a multitude of different media. You can invite whomsoever you want into a 2D reality and even perform e-commerce activities, uh, allowing digital assets to be transferred uh, over platforms. And additionally, um, individuals and businesses also influence your reality. So right. I think all of us can sort of uh, realize that that's actually happening even today. Mm. So simply put, the current 2D version of the metaverse is an embodiment of the internet where instead of just viewing content, you're in it and you have the powers to affect outcomes. Mm. Uh, the internet overlay is largely 2D, mm. which is text, voice, images, video, but that's about to change. Amazing. So when Zuckerberg talked about meta, mm. the original Facebook was in the age of the internet in mm. 2D. Hmm. But now when he talked about um, uh, uh, the, the metaverse, hmm. actually what he was referring to is what I would call the next generation of the metaverse, hmm. where you've in, taken a 3D layer hmm. and you've put it on top of hmm. the internet. Hmm. Okay, the 3D metaverse, it doesn't compete with the internet, hmm. it builds on it. And in this metaverse, users traverse a virtual world mm -hmm. that mimics aspect of mm -hmm. the physical world 
using technologies such as virtual reality, augmented reality, artificial intelligence, social media, digital currency. Hmm. The internet is that is something that people browse. Correct. While uh, in the case of the multiverse, people can live in it. Hmm. So that's uh, you know the best way I can explain it, rather than getting into elements of technology. Hmm. But just think about it as the fee, uh, the next version of the internet, a 3D version of the internet. That's why they also sometimes call it the Web 3.0. Well said. But one of the other things, Bhaskar, is that the early users of the metaverse are primarily gamers. Absolutely. Uh, But how do you see the metaverse impacting common people's lives? So if you think about what how we defined it that how you can you know create a digital version Mm -hmm. of your current life and you can live in um in either the digital world or you can live in the the real world or with augmented reality you can actually merge the two Mm -hmm. and many many things which you were uh, which you know you did in your real life and you could perhaps mimic in a 2d like -hmm. for example video conferencing the way we are talking just now yeah but in the metaverse, I could actually be sitting next to you Correct. and we could be having this conversation mm. and I could see what you're seeing and you could see what I'm seeing mm. rather than just, you know, static screens. Yeah. And yep. then if we wanted to, you know, let's say, uh, talk a little bit more mm. about a specific subject, like you just talked about gaming, yep. mm. we could actually go into uh, a specific game like, mm. um, you know, uh, Minecraft. Mm. And then we could be in a completely different world altogether mm. where we are actually building different universe and uni- different planets. Very interesting. So that's a, just a simple example. Yeah. So, you know, if you think about travel, uh, today we do have video conferencing, but it is still 2D. Mm. But just imagine with the multiverse, you could actually hop across to the US right. and shake hands with your you know, whoever is your yeah. best friend there, yeah. you could actually have a dinner with them or a party with them. Mm. Or if they're a co-worker, mm. you could actually work together and collaborate on something, whether it's an article, whether it's a new design or whether it's an IP. Mm. So there's many things. Fascinating. And you talked about gaming. So I just want to touch upon that. Yeah. Gaming was the original multiverse. Mm. And that was fueled by people's imagination. Mm. All of us had the aspiration of being able to drive a Porsche. Mm. But how many of us have got a chance? One mm. is affordability, and secondly is uh, availability. Correct. Um, uh, and then the third is, where do I drive it? Correct. Now you can buy a game like Forza, mm. and you can choose your, any car you want, and you can take any racing uh, strip anywhere in the world, and you can actually sit and actually drive it. True. In the 2D version, mm. you could just drive a, along with it using a joystick. Mm. But in a 3D version, you can actually wear the helmets, you can wear the uh, mm. hollow lens, you can actually feel that you're within. That's so right. the experience has become a dot, that more live. Mm. So think yeah. about everything you're doing currently, mm. but think about the death of distance, the death of time, um, uh, you know, the death of, uh, uh, you know, um, and time means that you can interact with historical figures. Correct. Yeah, you could have a conversation with Mahatma Gandhi. So, you know, it, it, it gives you a lot of possibilities, which previously were in the domain of what I call dreams. Mm. So all of us as childhoods, you know, we used to read books and we used to conjure up all these different images. Correct. 
and that was in our dreams which was unconscious mm. and it was only for ourselves but we also used to daydream you read mm. a book and then you figure out you know this is what it looks like all of that the, the cinema uh, you know producers they take that imagination and they make it into a movie correct but um, but you know today with the of with the way metaverse is moving mm. you will find that a lot of what we used to dream daydream mm. is now creating the that's next and more successive you know versions of what i would call the metaverse well said metaverse is driven by imagination well said but you know i i you know what what you said very rightly that metaverse is possibly uh, internet 3.0 but my question to you bhaskar is that they seem to be multiple metaverses facebook is developing their own i think google is developing its own how does one decide which is the right metaverse or do you think there will be a complete shake up no no there will be multiple universes multiple uh, metaverses mm. i mean that's given as a fact okay so if you look at each one of these companies they are approaching it from a different perspective let's mm. take the bigger companies right so facebook for them it is creating a social platform Correct. in which people can get together interact mm-hmm. and do many things including work play etc leisure enjoy mm-hmm. everything else mm-hmm. so there's a large number of companies mm-hmm. which are actually focused in that area right. for example there's a startup here in india mm-hmm. called sloka sloka mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which is doing exactly the same thing okay. the his twist is that he's taking places of interest in india like a marine drive or a right. connor place mm-hmm. and he's creating a virtual world a digital world where um, uh, where you can actually go in and mm-hmm. interact with people but in connor place you can visit the shops mm-hmm. you can buy something you can go out into the central part of connor place and you can dance with people mm-hmm. you can have concerts there where you can go and attend Mm. so those are basically more from a social perspective mm. but then there are people like for example uh, microsoft mm-hmm. microsoft is focusing on the world of collaboration on the okay. world of you know interaction and meeting so mm. they've taken their teams platform mm. they've introduced a product called mesh mm. and mesh enables you to create virtual avatars which can actually interact with you Mm-hmm. on a, on a, you can have a a con- video conference or a conference where uh, you could be sitting uh, as an avatar or you could be and interacting with people who are actually physically there and mm-hmm. they can see you as an avatar and they can converse with you as if you were just sitting next to them mm-hmm. so each company is actually looking at it from a different perspective mm-hmm. if you look at some of the other uh, companies uh, there is uh, one um, uh which is called just one second it's called um uh epic games for example mm-hmm. uh, is an entertainment company and mm-hmm. they're looking at creating uh many many more games and a fantasy land where you can actually go and you can play games of uh, 3d games in in uh, multiple different ways mm-hmm. uh its vision is different from facebook in that it wants to provide a communal space for users to interact with each other and brands mm. without news feeds riddled with ads so it's again it's a slightly different still social you focus on entertainment uh, and it is basically the whole idea is to get people involved from an emotion and other perspectives rather than from a content perspective mm. Mm. Uh, the last example i'd like to give is um, uh, is a company called uh, linked it's called um, uh, second life mm mm-hmm. second life uh is actually a very old company i first uh, you know 
played around with their application mm-hmm. in the uh, early uh, in 88 mm-hmm. sorry 98 i think it i was in the us at that time mm-hmm. um, so it was um, yeah the early it was 2000 and 2008 to 2010 it was a california company mm. and they created a complete universe where you could create your own avatar mm. and you could go in and attend conferences mm. you could uh, uh, attend concerts yeah. and uh, you know you could uh, you they had their own currency uh, they've been there for the last 20 years and they've mm. got close to about a million subscribers amazing, amazing. Uh, so like this you've got it, all these different universes are focused on a different aspect some for entertainment some for games some mm. for social some for uh, work and uh, collaboration so you will have multiple such basic uh, and uh, for a lot of the young people who will be listening to our conversation how or when can they start to create an avatar uh, immediately i mean you got multiple uh, 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 applications or multiple um, metaverses mm-hmm. where you can actually choose linkedin for example is the one i've actually tried so i have a, i have an avatar of myself okay. in linkedin and you can fashion it customize it um, a lot of it is just free because mm. they give you that access to that technology mm. but you can also buy i want to buy a nike shoe because i want my avatar to look uh, very fashion conscious right. i want uh, you know uh, the, uh, the the latest jeans from calvin yeah. I mm. want the shoes from Nike. Mm. You can actually purchase mm. for your avatar, mm. and then it will be fitted onto you. Yeah, so uh, there is even uh, Loka, for example, the Indian. Mm. There, it's got a limited choice in terms mm. of what they're working towards creating mm. uh, the ability to uh, to to create different avatars more similar to what you look like or what your fashion styles are, etc. Amazing. And I believe we need a a five G network to be able to. Uh, effectively use the metaverse would that be correct yes so there is a huge amount of computing power required mm-hmm. uh, both at the back end on the cloud server part of it as well as in the front end the edge of the computing and obviously in the network mm-hmm. but uh, it is still workable today mm-hmm. so basically technology has progressed compression techniques are much better mm-hmm. uh, video etc are all uh, much lighter weight mm-hmm. so you can do a lot of these things Mm-hmm. uh in from a 2d perspective on a 3d perspective yes uh, the better the higher speed bandwidth mm-hmm. you got the better it is mm-hmm. uh so that will make a lot of difference and the other thing with, to me what 5g gives is not just higher speeds mm-hmm. 5g gives you constant connectivity correct so today for example when you're at home you got high bandwidth but when you get onto your car your bandwidth drops yeah. the mobile networks are not able to keep that's where 5g will come in useful mm-hmm. because you'll always have a local connection which gives you that speed well said well said my next question to you bhaskar is uh, you know the whole world has been taken by storm with this metaverse how is the indian corporate sector and i'm not referring to the indian tech sector but the indian corporate sector how are they adapting to the metaverse and what are the opportunities for them so at the present moment a lot of them especially in the consumer goods and the mm. retail services the entertainment mm. they're all looking at metaverse as a viable uh, option and again it's moving from the 2d world to the 3d world that's right. the opportunity mm. so they're looking at how they can make their products and their services much more attractive and then so uh, for example one of the companies um, i'm on the board of uh, it's in the uh, business of democratizing sports okay so therefore uh, 
outside of their main business, mm. they actually created um, a 3D uh, metaverse, which is a sports stadium. Mm-hmm. And if you go into that sports stadium, you can actually view the IPL along with your friends, mm. or you can actually play a game of basketball along with your friends. Mm. Now, it's the experimental, hasn't it yet been launched? Mm. But that's one example. And uh, there's another um, um, uh, brand I'm associated with it, mm. a women's apparel company, TCNS. So there again, uh, they're, they're an online company. They're a, a multi-channel, actually. They've got uh, both the physical as well as online. Mm. And for them to move from the 2D web app to a 3D metaverse, mm. uh, where you can just go and browse everything in their stores. And they've got an omni-channel c- capability, mm. so they can deliver anywhere. Wonderful. <laughs> so a lot of companies are focusing on it, and mm. especially in the fast-moving consumer goods and others. The other day, uh, I think Taj Group of Hotels actually sent me a thing saying that, you know, we are announcing our metaverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't a very impressive uh, demonstration, but mm. basically it enabled you to walk into any one of the hotels and, and then just go around. Wow. So, you know, that's, again, another way for them to attract customers where you mm. can actually see what you're buying or what you're booking. Mm. Uh, before you go there. So yes, there's a lot of interest in corporate. A lot of them are, you know, looking at uh, creating their own metaverses. Mm. Wonderful. I've got time for two more questions. Uh, yeah. And staying with the metaverse, uh, do we need or do people who want to use the metaverse have to change their devices or make serious investments? So the current generation, which is primarily more 2D, you can mm-hmm go ahead with what you currently have, the laptops and and the phones and everything else and the Mm. current networks Mm. are all reasonably okay for a 2D version. But, you know, the moment you want to get to 3D, you need, um, you know, you need uh, special glasses, uh, you need um, uh, gloves, which uh, enable you to feel the sensation. Mm. Uh, You need uh, many other different kinds of sensors and you need huge bandwidth. Mm. And uh, while the current generation of laptops are reasonably okay, Mm. uh, uh, you will have to buy a whole bunch of other uh, capabilities to Mm. enable you to actually interact, to see, to touch Mm. uh, and feel. Uh, You still won't get smell, you still won't get um, uh, other sensations, but at least you, or taste, but you will get, uh, you know, you still can't taste food, but Mm. you can see it and you will be able to touch it. Mm. But uh, you won't be able to either hear or, uh, sorry, you will not be able to smell it or taste it. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, but you do have to invest in that. That's why yeah. all the, if you think about the the gamers, they they have very fancy consoles. They mm. have a whole bunch of other equipments which enable them to interact mm. uh, very quickly and uh, with, with the, you know, whatever game they're playing. You that's need nice. uh, that to get the full fledged experience. So that is expensive. Mm. Uh, the difference in India between what's happening in India and what's happening in the abroad, mm. in the abroad, they're spending huge amounts of money in the US and the Western world mm. in developing these different kinds of devices. Mm. But in the case of India, we're trying to see whether we can create a version of the metaverse mm. where you don't need very expensive uh, you know, uh, devices like the Oculus or mm. uh, other such uh, devices. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. And my last question to you, Bhaskar, and this is for the thousands of people who will listen to our conversation. Based on your amazing journey in the world of technology and uh, all the you know, achievements you've had, what would you say are three lessons 
relating to technology and the metaverse, you would want our young viewers and listeners to take away from our conversation and from your own experiences? Sure. Um, so I think uh, principle number one is technology has the shelf life of a banana. <laughs> okay. If you ever build a business model based yeah. on a specific technology, yeah. you're doomed for failure. So yeah. that's lesson number one. Okay. So therefore, if you if you have a purpose, mm. it has to be independent of technology. If you have a vision, it has to be independent of technology mm. because you know technology, like I said, has a shelf life of a banana. Mm. And the best example of that is the Microsoft, right. which basically at one time its vision was a PC on everybody's table desk. Yeah. And when the PC died because it got taken over by the mobile phone, does it mm. mean that the company should die? Mm. Luckily, they've hired a Satya Nadella who changed the purpose of the company. Correct. And therefore, you know, it made a lot of difference. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I think that's lesson number one. Lesson mm. number two is, mm. uh, you know, technology is an enabler. Yeah. And therefore, it cannot be the purpose. So yeah. a lot of companies say, I remember um, uh, State Bank of India chairman said, look, we have to use AI. I said, Mr. Chairman, for what purpose? Mm -hmm. What problem are we trying to solve? Mm -hmm. So you have to realize that today, technology has reached the stage where it can do everything, mm -hmm. anything. What you need to do is to figure out what is the problem you're trying to solve? Mm -hmm. What is the, whether it's the business problem or the purpose or the strategy, what is it you're trying to solve? Mm -hmm. And technology is, a, is an enabler. A lot of people say digital, my strategy is digital transformation. It cannot be. Digital strategy is a transformation is an enabler. But what you're trying to achieve with it is what is more important. Enhance customer service, faster time to market, uh, reduce operational efficiencies, uh, omni-channel fulfillment. Yeah. Those are the problems you're trying to solve. And then you use whatever is the technology which is available. That's it. Uh, right. And I can talk for hours about what technology is appropriate at what stage of your correct, evolution. Correct, correct. And I think the last point, I think, is that we have to understand that because technology is like magic, mm. the ability to use technology for bad, for mm. not for good reasons, mm. is huge. Mm. And therefore, as technology evolves, mm -hmm. the human value system has mm. to make sure that it ensures that the technology is not misused. Mm. So okay. values will have to, our value systems have to remain uh, irrespective of the kind of technology which we use and mm. they have to go uh, together. Mm. Wonderful. Vaskar, on that note and your three amazing lessons, uh, technology has a shelf life of a banana. The second one is technology is an enabler and not the end use itself. And the third one is that we must learn to manage technology for the good in line mm. with our values. Thank you so much for speaking to me. I mean, I had thought we'll talk about multiple subjects, but it was such an engaging conversation only on the metaverse. And I'm sure in this 25, 26 minutes, we have not even scratched the surface of the metaverse. And I'm sure I'll come back to you for a more detailed conversation sometime. Let me send you, you a, let's send you an uh, extract of the article which I just wrote recently. Yeah. There's a lot more in that, uh, which perhaps some of your readers may find Fantastic. And we'll put it as a link on, on, on your page and on our website. But thank you again for speaking to me and good luck to you. Thank you, Ashutosh. All the best. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. 
do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.